What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Boys podcast. Today we have a couple of great topics for y'all, starting off with a little music talk. We're going to give you all the albums and the artists we're looking forward to dropping in 2022. Going to get some honorable mentions from each host, along with the top four artists that we as a group cannot wait to drop this year. After that, we give you our own personal breakdown of the popular TV show Euphoria, talking some character analysis and giving you all our favorite scenes. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in, and please remember to follow us on Instagram at Official Balcony Boys and our TikTok for clips, updates, and the always amazing heat check. Thank you again for listening. Now it's time to kick back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Here we go. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's our day, man. Let's, let's celebrate. Um, how's, y'all's, how's y'all's week been so far? We're back. We're back on the pod, back on the mics. Uh, we got some great topics for y'all today. But how's y'all's week been going? Um, back in school, all that good stuff. It's been cool. Um, really, the highlight, highlight of my week so far was definitely predicting the Dallas Cowboys lost in the first round of the playoffs. It really made my night. I was, remember, I was sitting there watching it on no one's phone. Eric, I want to hear what you have to think about what occurred. How do you, how do you feel yeah. inside, inside about this? I mean, I feel nothing. I've come to expect this with the boys, you know. Um, Less than zero. I honestly didn't feel anything when they lost. I was like, you know what? This just—it's just another year, you know. The funniest, Um, the funniest picture that I saw was uh, it was it was a picture of Mitch Trubisky handing off the the MVP MVP. to Dak. (laughs) 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 Did the little uh, little Nickelodeon special, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy that though. That was cool. That's cool for the kids. They like they like animated one of the plays live time and like it was like Ninja Turtles, and it was Dak throwing to Amari, but they were like Ninja Turtles. It was kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah, dude. Um, Eric, I'm sorry. I really set you up last video because I made you pretty much say that the Cowboys were going to go to the Super Bowl, and then you did, and they didn't go to the Super Bowl. (laughs) And I just wanted to apologize for that. No man, I uh, I felt like I had to stay faithful to my my team, my my, my team. Yeah. Well, hey, since your boys are out, do you want to give a real Super Bowl pick to the people of America? I already told you I got the Bengals in on the, out of the AFC. Ooh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. And this game did not change my mind. Like yeah. did not like Joe Burrow is that man. He's that guy. He is that man. I think so. I think some changes need to be made. I'm just uh, I'm happy um, made it to the playoffs again. I guess that's a positive. Um, but what it, I think this is the 14th year in a row that we've made the playoffs and done absolutely nothing. So, yeah. uh, what would you say the problem is? What is the problem? If you could boil it down to one. It, so the thing is, man, the talent's there. Of course, yeah. So it has to be coaching, right? I mean, I feel like. There's that. I mean, Dak, as much as I love him, he's really inconsistent. Um, but it's not like he doesn't have pieces around him, you know. Um, I don't know. That offense is straight. Defense played a lot better this season than I expected them to. Yeah. Um, Dan Quinn. Boy. Great coordinator. Great coordinator. But uh, Horrible head coach. Not great head coach. <laughs> Horrible head coach. 
But I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like Dallas needs a, a coach that's less boring. Because between Jason Garrett and McCarthy, oh. there's just no fun. Like, I don't know, for a team with so many Jason good Jason Garrett was the prodigal son. Yeah, that was Hey, tough. I just want to put this out there. Hear me out, Dallas Cowboys. John Gruden is on the market. No. No. <laughs> no. You want excitement? No. Bring John Gruden to the Dallas Cowboys. Hire, hire him today. Four <laughs> days out. Hire him today. Bring him to Jerry. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Other than that, though. I was joking, by the way. About bringing him to Jerry World. I, you, I sound excited. Like, you sound excited. Yeah, no, I feel like I looked a little too excited in the camera. I got a Hey, he's John Gruden's oh, yeah. a football guy. What do you? What, he is, yeah, he is. But, I, but uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't think uh, what he brings is what we need. You know? <laughs> the culture. <laughs> the culture. Jeez. I don't know if Dak would be too happy about that, but it is what it is. I saw uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home for the second time today. Yeah. Um, took Michelle to see that. It was just as good as the first time. Have all of y'all? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen it twice. Great movie. Fantastic movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie, but I feel like all of the shit that, that happened to them could have been avoided yeah. so many times. That is true. There's a lot of, uh, of mistakes, a lot of spills, and a lot of cleanups in that mm-hmm. movie. I, I feel like yeah. Doctor Strange, honestly. I feel bad for my boy. Well, all the, Bro, all the spills were created by one person, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the spills, it wasn't like a lot of people messing up. It was one dude. You're talking about Peter or Doctor Strange? Peter. Peter. Like Doctor Strange kind of washed. He kept washed. He, washed. Kept, bro, he, he, he was gone for half the movie. I know, but he kept first. Yeah, and who's uh, okay? I guess. But hey, listen, Doctor Strange is about he's to get his movie. For that. He's gonna fix everything. Team. He's at the Grand Canyon for half the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> jeez. Oh jeez. All right. Um. So today, our first kind of topic that we're gonna get into is music that we want to see in 2022. Um, so we've got kind of a group of artists. Uh, we broke it down, um, kind of just given a background from their previous projects, kind of some songs that we like, maybe some singles that we enjoyed, um, maybe some features that we want to see out of this new album, um, and then what needs to happen in the music for it to be a 10. Um, so we're going to kind of start off with some just some honorable mentions of some people we want to see drop. Um, Eric, just give me who who is one artist outside of we kind of got a core four that we're gonna talk about. Um, but give me what what what's an artist that you want to see drop in twenty twenty two? Now this is an honorable mention, but it's also an artist who I don't think needs any features, nor mm-hmm. do I want to see him. Okay. And that is SZA. Yeah. We've been waiting. Yeah. yeah. We've been waiting she for got a long back. time. TDE free SZA, please. Come on. Free her. Please. I mean, uh, what it? She dropped that single. Uh, I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. And you wonder if I hate you. I, I do. do. That song's good. Yeah. It's a great song. The song is, and I mean, we all heard the snippets. Yeah. We know, we know it's cooking. Awesome. We know. Yeah. Just put it out. It's Please. been teased. Yeah. And teased and teased. I'm ready. This is. <laughs> He's ready. Eric is ready. Eric is ready. But she's been just dropping singles, bro, and she needs to she needs to put out a body of work. Definitely, definitely. I mean, especially good. considering, uh, I mean, the last thing she did, I guess, was Control, right? Which is awesome. Which I mean, is great. It's arguably. It's a classic. It's yeah. it's a 
it's on the fringe of classic. I mean, it's a oh, great yeah. R&B. Like, album. if we're talking... 2010s. R&B, yeah, 2010s R&B. Yes. Perfect. Up there. Yeah. Ken, who's your honorable mention? Let's hear My it. honorable mention, um, I'll probably go with... Middle school me would be a really, really big fan of this, but Childish Gambino is my honorable mention. Um, so he dropped an album in 2020. It was the 3-15-20 album that he, that he made. I thought it was cool. I didn't think it was necessarily on point to compared to my favorite Gambino projects uh, because the internet, notably, um, that's an album that I probably have listened to through more times than I can count. Um, and then Awaken My Love, Jesus, what what a switch up from, you know, his past Jesus. work. <laughs> Dude, I remember when that came out, I yeah. was I was disappointed because, you know, like you said, it was like a middle, we were in middle school when, because the internet was huge, and mm-hmm. like we were, I was used to Gambino being this like super relatable guy with all these funny punchlines, and then yeah. he comes on Awaken My Love just with the soul. soul. Like, it was hard. Like, it was good though. Like, it's like, crazy that... That was high school. Yeah. That was like... Yeah. It was a couple of years. So, sophomore mm-hmm. year? Yeah. Sophomore mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't believe that there's one person that made Freaks and Geeks and Redbone. No. Like, that's honestly like That is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Gambino is definitely my honorable mention. What about you, Justin? Yeah, so mine uh, is an up-and-coming rapper um, signed to Dreamville. Hell yeah. Who has been going on a run of features lately that is insane it's mr jid or jid whichever one you want to say uh jiddy jid he's a beast and i love him um he's he's awesome and i was looking at his features recently and i think he's i think he's on the cusp of like breaking through to the mainstream because his recent features i'll read them off he's had a song in the past calendar year with doja cat dua lipa imagine dragons and many more and his next album is going to be called The Forever Story. It's going to be a follow-up to his first album, which was The Never Story. Mm-hmm. And I'm just super excited. Did y'all listen to the new <coughs> single, 21 Savage, he just dropped? I did, actually. I did not listen to the single. Anderson, what do you think? I love... Okay, so here's my thing. Anything... I love J.I.D. And anything that 21 Savage hops on, I'm automatically going to look at differently. So I have tried to go into this... Because I listened to it getting ready for this. Because, mm-hmm. for other reasons, you'll find out later. Yeah. But I actually love the song. I don't like that I love it, I think. But I do love it. I really it's so it. hard. It's so hard. It's also got uh, Baby Tate on it, who is completely useless on the song. Like, <laughs> like She needed a full verse, and she got like two lines, and she came on talking some nonsense. Yeah. Um, you just have to listen to find out. But... J.I.D. and 21 were awesome, and I'm just excited to see what he's got yeah, so uh, in the bowl. I'll, I'll hop off of that. So one thing I love about Jid, so me and me and Anderson went to see Cole in concert. Oh, yeah. And that dude just had so much energy. Like, Cole was... Bouncing like, around. Like, Cole was... He had some energy, but, I mean, you know, Cole's like, what, like 30-something? Like, he wasn't really... Yeah. He's in his 30s. But he's in his 30s. Um, J.I.D. was going full... Energizer Bunny on stage. Full throttle. Just like, all out. <laughs> the crowd was like, he did down bad and the whole crowd was like, girl, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad to see that he's expanding his horizons. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, a little, it's a little popular female artist. I like to see, yeah. I like to see the growth. Oh, yeah. um, but Andy, what's your, what's your <clears throat> Um, There are honestly a lot of artists that I have on my list that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, some noble names like Charlie Puth, Lady yeah. Gaga, 
Uh, Corday, who actually dropped three days ago. I love his new work that he just put out. Lucky Day is on here. But the name that keeps popping up in my head, who I need to see, and Jackson's looking at it, is Chris Breezy, Chris Brown. I need some music from you. I don't. The last thing we got from Chris Brown was Indigo. His never-ending catalog. Was Indigo <laughs> in 2019. That Indigo was, was cool. I it was 32 it was songs cool. long. Yeah. No. that It just felt like you just regurgitated whatever you had locked away and just put it on this EP and then put it out. No, I need I need Chris Brown to get in the studio and do what Chris Brown does and put together an actual project that builds on itself. Well, the last time he did that was forever ago. That was probably and that's why I need him to do it in 2022. Is it X? Is it that? Probably, yeah. yeah. What, what's, what, what's that? Is it Royalty? Oh, uh, I guess that was... Never mind, that was the, that's the same EP. <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, Drunk Texan. What's that? And, With uh, Janae? Yeah. Okay. What album was that? Um, what's the name of it? Let me pull it up. <clears throat> I'm up on the Chris Brown Spotify somewhere. I'm just I'm not a Chris Brown fan. Chris Brown. It's somewhere I haven't been in a while. Um, I listen to Chris Brown a lot. I love him. I do like With You. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Heartbreak on Full Moon, is that what you were talking no. about? No. Royalty. Uh, that was, that album, Heartbreak on the Full Moon, is just like Indigo. It's got like 60 songs on it. It's got I'm like, dude, like, put together an actual project. Don't just throw all the music you have saved up at us. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the last actual album he put out was Royalty with Back to Sleep. Mm-hmm. Something in this liquor. Like, the, like the, that was Yeah. All right, let's move on from Chris. Um, it's ridiculous. So, um, so like I said, we've got the core four artists that we want to see drop in 2022. Um, I think all four of us will be extremely excited um, to hear these guys drop some music. The first one we're going to start off with is this is guy that's, you know, I, I like we, we he just needs to drop music at this point. Like it's it's really it's really almost frustrating. Like, and I'm tired of listening to 2016 hits. Like he needs he needs some fresh content. Um, I'm talking about Frank Ocean, the man himself. Frank, Frank. I was about to say, um, I was about to say, as soon as you said all that, 2016, I knew exactly where he was going. It has been 1,944 oh days goodness. since Frank Ocean has given us a project. Ridiculous. I did that math this morning, and it hurts that you're just gonna leave us out here to dry like this, Frank. He dropped that little two piece and um, dear April and dear April yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, when yeah. was that? Was that 2020? Yeah, I think it was 2020. It, it was 2020. It was, like it was 2020. It was the quarantine pack, I think. I remember because we were the at home. Pack. But um, this dude, he's hanging up in my room. I need something new from him urgently. But there is good news. Yeah. He is gonna be at Coachella twenty twenty three. So I would yeah. like I would like to think he might put out something before then. I mean at least a single, bro. Like something. Man. I like, even put on my list when I was making mine. Um I I'm not even asking for an album. I'm asking for just like one to three new songs to tide me over. Because like Ken said, I mean I can only play Nikes and Knights and self control 
so many hundred times, and then which I have. To the Channel Orange hits. Go back to Channel Orange. Maybe dive into Nostalgia Ultra, or maybe just he could put Endless on streaming. Mm. That would be great. I could do that. I would be happy with that. I haven't listened to that as much as I should, but I mean, because it's hard to. It's do. hard to find. It's like a you know, you got to go through the woods and yeah. dig the a dark, tunnel to dark, find that. The album. dark depths of YouTube to find Frank Ocean's music. But this, I mean, he's probably my favorite artist, or top two or three, and. Um, been a hard it's been a hard life without him i mean most of most of my music listening days have been without frank or new frank at least so but i can also say i saw on pitchfork he's been meeting with record labels since last september pushing album ideas okay so if you're working on something i literally have here in my notes please frank i need you <laughs> that's literally what i wrote I so take that cry for help and please do something with it amen um, so for Frank, I kind of just wrote like my favorite Frank songs. Um, so we got Pyramids, like, it's a classic. Top, top, three. Um, top three. I got Pink Matter on here with Andre, Andre, Andre 3K. Andre okay. 3K. Um, and then I got Self Control just because, you know, Self Control is a great song. It is a great song. Um, but so I guess we're thinking Magical Christmas Land here because when, if Frank is going to ever drop music. Um, but if Frank does drop an album, what are some features that you guys would like to see? It's tough. It's tough to think because he hasn't had many features. Andre Three K has been on both. Andre Three K has been on both, and I would love yeah. for a third. Mm-hmm. I would too. Yep. I don't think Frank needs a lot of no. features. No. Just maybe, just like a little, a little something to spice it up. He is so like it's hard to. His songs are so unique that it's hard for someone to fit on them. Right. Um, I like the. I liked. I liked him on Travis Scott. I liked him on Carousel, so I could see Travis coming in. Not for too much, just maybe for some some ad libs. You know what I just thought of? Straight it up. And not necessarily like a feature, but I would love for Frank to like get in the booth with another artist, like Cole, and yeah. make some new tracks. I feel like they could throw this together some beautiful production. Yeah, okay. I feel like them together could throw make beautiful production. I would love to hear Frank on some trap. I would love to hear Frank on some Metro production. I want to hear Frank rap. I want to hear Frank rap. I would love to hear Frank rap. That's what I want to hear next, bro. Like, we've heard so many sad songs from him. I want to hear him. I want to hear him spit. Yeah, that'd be great. He can. He can, he can. rap. Check out rap if you haven't. He can't spit. Hey. He goes nuts on two verses. He goes nuts. Um, the so the features I wrote down. So the features I wrote down here. Um, I said another Calvin Harris mix. I feel yes. like they work really, really well together. Migos. Um, the Migos. Take off. Take off. Take off. Um, I wrote Andre 3K, Pharrell, James Blake, Steve Lacey, and Samfa. James Blake. Um, James yeah. Blake would be James and Frank. Dude, but you said Samfa. Where is Samfa? Oh, where yeah. is Samfa? I haven't heard Samfa in like since more life. Yeah. Literally. Let's see. Let's maybe he's dropped like a Lucy that I haven't uh, haven't checked out. Yeah. I would love to see Frank do like a yeah. No Church in the Wild kind of thing again, mm-hmm. too. That would be hard. Last time he's released a solo song. When was More Life? 2017. 2017. Yeah. And I, I know Sanfa's probably, uh, he's probably like been in the background, like written on some tracks, but. Yeah. His voice is too good to be hidden. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Andre 3K, I feel like Andre 3K verse needs to be with Frank. I think they go well together. All the songs they've made together are hits. 
Um, Pharrell, the Pharrell pick was just kind of like another switch up. Like I want to see Frank on some new production, some mm-hmm. new some upbeat, well, yeah. upbeat. I want to see Pharrell on another with another artist that we're gonna talk about. Ooh, okay. okay, okay, hold okay. it. Hold I think it. I yeah, know, and I, I like it. All right. Um, so, based after the features, um, let's say Frank does come up and drop an album in twenty twenty three, something like that. What do you want to see out of that album for it to be a ten? I'll go ahead and say, um, if he releases anything, it's pretty much the floor is like a 9.5 based on what he's released earlier because he's just so good. So I don't really know. Um, I would love to hear him rap. I would love to hear him on some more upbeat stuff. But honestly, whatever he does is gold to me. I agree. So not much. So I felt like this is just kind of a hot take. I felt like Channel Orange had more of a diversity to it when it came okay, to yeah. I would agree. Okay. I agree. Slow. I would definitely agree. I would love I could I would appreciate another album like that. Like that that kept that same pace. I agree. You know what I, mean? I could I could, yeah, I can see that. Oh yeah. I would like to see Frank Ocean do what Frank Ocean does. And that's mm-hmm. just literally we're sitting here talking about all the stuff we would like to see. We don't we honestly like we can't predict what we're gonna see from yeah. him. Like I want him to get in the studio. I want him to get in the studio and throw something out at us that we never would have saw coming. That's gonna knock us off our feet, like he has done before. Yeah, nice. Yeah, because I mean, like he can release another blonde, and we'll be we're gonna listen to it. Like it's they're gonna be full of hits. (laughs) But like I would like to see Frank step out of I guess his comfort zone per se. Does Frank have a comfort zone? Um, but I want to see more like the diversities, like you said, channel orange. I want to like hear some Spanish, some more Spanish. Ooh, I like that. Okay. I like Cayenne. 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 All right. Um, <laughs> so, our second artist that we're going to cover, um, music that we want to see in 2022, artists we want to see drop, is Mr. Toxic himself, Brent Fias. Teacher of Toxic. Brent. Teacher of Toxic. Um, now we're all fans, as as you guys know. He was um, actually, I think he was your he was your top artist. Yeah, he was my top artist. Top artist twenty twenty one. Impressive. Um, <laughs> 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 okay. Um, does that say a lot about us? I don't know. Maybe it does. Um, but so the last full project he dropped was "Fuck the World" in twenty twenty twenty. Um, he's released some singles. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> 2020. I th- that's, that's you 20, said 2020. 2020. Hey, it's cool. It's cool. We're going to just restart. So time. good. So, so great of year. We got to say it thrice. All right. <laughs> so, the last project that Brit dropped was Fuck the World in 2020. Yeah. Um, he's had some singles here and there. Um, the most notably was Wasting Time with, for, with the Neptunes and Drake. Um, I remember we Dead played Man that. Walking. Yeah, Dead Man Walking. Know. Another that hit. That was a hit. Dead Man Walking is a hit. Dead Man Walking is a hit. Um, but I was going to talk about, I remember, Eric, when we played Wasting Time for the first time in the car. And it was just uh, like. Uh, on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud. Yeah, we couldn't. It hadn't dropped yet, but we wanted mm-hmm. to hear it. And uh, oh my goodness. We, uh, <laughs> we like listened to the first 30 seconds and then we had to start it over again. <laughs> we were like, hold on. Let's. 
And then we, I think you, parked, you put the car, or car in park, and then you like started it over. Dude, the trip could, the trip needed to stop for yeah. that song. So. It was an amazing song. Yeah, it was nice, especially on the verses. Um, but just probably my favorite Brent song. I well, favorite Brent song, song the the song the Brent song that I listen to the most is definitely Came Right Back. Um, I feel like that song's an absolute hit. Um, but <laughs> dude, that is such a toxic song. That is, that is, it is a toxic song, but like it's, it, it sounds fun. And Kennedy, that's that's Kennedy's favorite song. <sighs> All right. Um, What's your favorite Brent album? Favorite Brent song? Yeah, mine too. Yeah, mine too. My favorite track is Needed. Needed that, is okay. Needed such is, a good needed song. Is, needed is top three. I would agree. Um, but Needed is Needed is a little more tame. But it still got. Some, I mean, none of his songs are nice. Yeah. Like they're all just a little bit disrespectful. Disrespectful. But um, but I guess that's I guess it's part of the appeal. The beat the beats are great. He's obviously a talented artist. Um, but for Brent's new album, one of the things that I wrote down is I don't think Brent has a bad song out right now. Maybe that maybe there are a couple ones that are kind of maybe skippable, mm-hmm. but the general majority of his catalog he doesn't have. And there, a bad I would song. say there, yeah, there's singles that are like old old projects that yeah. he worked on. Like, mm-hmm. Early on in his career, like uh, what is that? Natural release, I think that is probably one. Is that what it's called? I've yeah, that. That song I probably skip a little. Yeah. It's just some of them are just dark. Yeah, I'm like I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, but I think so. He's got like a great foundation. I feel like he needs this next album that he drops. He needs like the hit single. He mm-hmm. needs like those star features to like kind of level him up to that next that next level if he's trying to get to that is that where he wants to go though is that where he wants to go I don't know I I just don't think that's what like I feel like what makes Brent Brent is that he kind of does his own thing yeah you know that's true and he he even says you either like fuck with it or you don't so um I don't know if that's what he's trying to go for I mean the biggest thing I've ever like the biggest feature I've ever seen him have is Drake obviously yeah wasn't expecting that but he's he's also an artist who I don't expect to have many features. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I oh yeah, this was the guy I was talking about who I want to see Pharrell because mm-hmm. he was involved in the wasting time okay. and well, Neptune. The Neptune, yeah. yes. Um, I would love to see another Goldlink collab too. Yeah. What happened to Goldlink? I have no idea. I don't know what happened to Goldlink. But that is a collab that I do think. Is that was everything. Like, that's the yeah. first time I ever heard Brent, honestly. Bro, that song is so good. I think so. That song is. That song, that song is awesome. Money, money. That was the first time I heard it too, definitely. And I was like, I was like, who is this? <laughs> I thought that was Gold Link, and I was like, oh my goodness, but it's not. I was that. like, I gotta, I gotta go find out, find out more about this guy. Yeah, I, d- I don't now. I don't want to see Brent do another song with Shy Glizzy. <laughs> he can hold that. He can, um, he can keep that. He can keep that. You know, nothing against. Nothing against Mr. Glizzy, but he can hold that in the vault. Um, I would like to see Brent take some more risks. Mm-hmm. I feel like he a lot of his songs are pretty similar. Um, you know, maybe he won't take risks, and that's because he has his lane and he sticks to it. Um, I would like to see him on some different production. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm a moderate Brent fan. I like Brent a lot, but not as probably not as much as y'all do. Oh man, y'all are pretty big Brent fans. I want Brent Fias to make a love song. I need to see a few love songs about how he appreciates some of the women in his life. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Um, so, well, I guess features I wrote down, we talked about in the weekend video how I wanted to see Brent on Best Friends. Now, I want to see, I don't I don't want to see The Weeknd do a Brent beat. I want to see Brent do a weekend beat. I feel like that would kind of just go back to the switch up. But like you said, maybe Brent just, is just he's just going to stay in his lane and not like expand. But I think it would be cool if he did. Because what's crazy about Brent is like he, I wouldn't say he's considered mainstream, but he does mainstream mm-hmm. numbers. Does that? Well, I feel yeah. like I feel like reaching mainstream numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the reason he got the Drake feature and he's been on songs with you know Tyler and got Pharrell production mm-hmm. and all these big names is that I think he's very respected inside the industry, but maybe it doesn't translate to like the radio. But I feel like he could probably get any feature he wants, honestly, mm-hmm. or close to it. Ooh, Brent and Wayne. Brent and Wayne. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay. On I something on something goofy. Something like to say about Brent Fives, and I think what Eric was trying to get to, is that there is a difference between radio music and just well-made music. I agree. So, like, you'll have radio music, like, you're, you're way too sexy. Like, just you're, you're pumped up your hits. But then you're going to have some of your stuff, like, needed and, like, clouded, like Brent Fives does. And that... Listen out. The people who really listen to music, they're the only going to be the ones who appreciate it. Stay down. Stay down is so hard. I think, oh, Stay Down was actually my most played song in 2021. Wow. Yes. It's actually true. Nice. It's actually true. Another, I guess another feature I wrote down was ASAP. He's already done Dreams, Fairy Tales, and Fantasies with another member of the ASAP mob. Um, Rocky would be great, though. Yeah, I haven't thought about Rocky that. Would be that would be great. I think he could, he could Especially if they know. hop on a similar type beat. Mm-hmm. Like that uh, Dreams, Fairytales, Fantasies. Like, mm-hmm. something that's I mean, distinct, but in that ballpark. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Um, so, so, for Brent's next album, um, what needs to happen album to be a 10. Do we have a question real quick? Okay. Should we just cut off the roll and be on this? I'm just going to draw here, right? Alright. Um, so for Brent's next album, um, what do you want to see out of his next project for it to be a 10? Um, I'm going to go back to what Jackson said. And I do want to see him take some risk with some and like not even too different like a switch up from the beats he usually does like but I still don't want him to forget who he is that attention to detail that attention to just the bars that might go overlooked like still do all that but just dip your toes in a different pool I agree on a similar note I think more of a more of a storyline like I think uh, Saunderson had a lot of different topics explored especially about like his childhood and stuff and I think he's a great songwriter so I feel like if he you know made his album this new album a little bit more cohesive and didn't make it so much just about you know toxic love which is what this usually goes back to 
Um, <laughs> but if he made like a more story based album, I think I think he could pull out a ten. Yeah, I think he could. I so I I like the suggestion. I do. Mm-hmm. So, but <laughs> for for Brent to have a ten, he's gonna need to bring back some of what we already know and love. You know, I what I really like what I wrote down what I need to see more. Like the two part songs. Yeah. That mm-hmm. were in Simon's song a lot. Yeah. Those songs I need to see some more of that. First world problems. Yeah. Yeah. So far gone is also nice. It's not it's probably not as good as a lot of the songs in Simon's song. Simon's song's really, really good. Um, but yeah, I like the two parts. I wanna see some development. Like you said, like as much like Brent's Brent's popular for what he's popular for, just like basically like shitting on bitches. <laughs> but but like other than that, um, I wanna see I wanna see, like you said, don't go away from what made you who you are, but show some show a little development, like a like a storyline, like a mm-hmm. pathway of, you know, I started here and this is where I'm at now. Nice. I agree. I think that's I agree. really cool. I just Personally, don't think that Brent's at a stage in his life where yeah. maybe not. We're gonna see much change. Maybe not. Maybe not. So. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Um, our next artist, um, man, another dude that just needs to drop music. Um, I don't know if TDE's got him by the shackles. Um, oh, yeah. He, I mean, he, he. I feel like he runs the building. He keeps the lights on for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, but he did already announce that this, whatever yeah. his next thing is is gonna be his last T D E album. Yeah, okay. Um so he'll be freed. freed. Um, but Kendrick Lamar Kung Fu Kenny Kung Fu Kenny um need, oh, just yeah. need just needs to drop another album, man. Um he's been around he's been around on a couple things. He's been he's been expanding his horizons, hanging out with his cousin, uh Baby Keem. <laughs> Rover game. <laughs> yeah. Making some yeah. hits. Um, but. A prodigy. Sirens. Shout out to the. Making Bacon 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 Sheriff's Department. Or Fire Department. Or Fire Department. Or Fire Department. Novice and Health. You never yeah. know. That's true. Shout out to Novice and Health. Um, still going. Yeah. Getting louder. Kendrick Lamar. Um, so yeah, Kung Fu Kenny. Um, last thing, last project we saw from Kendrick Lamar was 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, like damn, like yeah, damn. Where is the music, many? Kendrick? <laughs> uh, but damn was an amazing album. I really enjoyed it. It was my junior year of high school. The end of, end of our high school. Yeah, definitely. Was that was definitely an album that definitely like was defined that time period for me. Um, filled with hits. Loyalty, humble, love. Sit down. Yeah. God. I got, I got, I got, I got. <laughs> Dude, Kendrick is one of my favorite artists. His yeah, man. When he releases an album, it is such a like co- like we always talk about. We want these dudes to be more cohesive, and that is like his number one thing. Like each album is its own thing. It's its own story, and it just connects and flows so well. Um, but I know for a fact, you know. 2017, that's a long time ago. He has had five years to cook whatever he's cooking up, up, 
and uh, I'm excited. It's gonna I'm, change. I'm excited. It's gonna change the way we look at the world. He's another oh, one that can I get you, you know any feature, any producer, anybody that he wants. So I have the highest of expectations. Definitely. Um, and I'm super excited. I put down some features that I would like to see. Let me pull my phone out. Um, and what what I want out of this next album is a little more soul. So like I feel like Damn was more more mainstream, more like trap based. Uh, but his previous two albums were such like soulful and a little more slow, um, money, a little more like money trees, money trees, poetic justice, poetic justice, all right, yeah, just hits more of that. Hits. All my life, the features, I had to yeah. fight, nigga. We should play that for MLK Day today. <laughs> that should be the that should be the video intro. <laughs> <laughs> the feature features that I put down, Anderson Pack. Okay. I want to hear Anderson Pack and Kendrick on a song together. I want to hear Andre 3K and Kendrick. That has never happened and needs to happen because Kendrick does a lot of Andre 3K stuff with his voice and like his flows. They do some similar things. You can tell he's inspired by him. Definitely, as are a lot of rappers. Yeah, who is? Um, Atlanta native. A feature I have to see before I die is Kendrick and J. Cole. I understand, I understand, like, I understand we have some features where they just, like, produce some <laughs> stuff for each other. No. no. I need Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole going back-to-back, bar-for-bar on a hard beat that they it, put it, together. It, it really That's been teased since we were in middle school. Literally. Oh, children. Since we were children. I still remember the Black Friday drop. Oh. Uh, what a moment in time. <laughs> what a moment in time. Uh, Kendrick on the uh, Tale of Two Cities beat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that, can we please get a collab between J. Cole and, and Don't sleep please. on J. Cole on yeah. the All Right beat. That was really, that was really, really dope. That was, yeah, that was... And they they toyed so What's long... Forbidden Fruit. Forbidden Fruit. Yeah, Forbidden Fruit. But again, he's saying like Kendrick has like two words in that song. Literally, yeah. Um, they've toyed with this idea for so long. and But now it's like, you know, it's been so long that I'm not as like excited for that as I would have been five years ago. But I still want to see it. I'm still like sitting here... I hear, I'm a little crazy. I hear their voices going back and forth in my head. Yes. Just going bar yeah. for bar. Like, I can literally hear it. I need it to happen. It needs to happen. Yeah. A uh, couple more features I put, you know, maybe on like a slower soul song, some Leon Bridges. That's my man. Ooh, okay. Please. Okay, I like that. Shout out to him on my heat check. I like where the, that's going. Prong okay. event this week. I saw that. That was hard. Song amazing. Like Jackson actually put me on to the song he put on his heat check this week. You remember driving back from Milledgeville? Oh, yeah, I was like, bruh. Because the beat drops in that song, so, and I literally said, Anderson, you already know what's about to happen. So I was sitting there listening to this song with Jackson. I, re- I remember it. And I was listening to it, it was and like, I was, it was like, like 8.30 in the morning. I was vibing. I was like, dude, who is this dude singing? He sounds just like Leon Bridges. Yeah. Because his name wasn't like on the screen because it was by, how do you pronounce that? Krong, Krongbin. Shout out Krongbin. Krongbin. Shout out. And I was like, yeah, who are these Krongbin dudes? And Jackson was like, dude, that is Leon Bridges. <laughs> it's, such, it's such a good song. It's amazing. <laughs> Um, two more features from the TDE camp, SZA and Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. Okay. Put, put them on there. Let's hear it. I Tony love. SZA already made a golden. They have, but I really like Isaiah Rashad. That that would be so hard. That would be awesome. Isaiah Rashad dropped a great, great, great project. I love that man. Shout out Max. Max behind the camera. Big Isaiah fan. Big Isaiah Rashad fan. Under I would love to see also. another Baby King feature. Also, Family Ties. Fam connection. You know, y'all. Yeah. Y'all hop on the track and y'all do some stuff. I like it. Yeah. Now, okay, this might this might be a hot take, but I'm kind of leaning towards. So I guess we'll go into this question. Uh, what do I want to see out of Kendrick's album to be a ten? 
Um, I want it to go more that soul direction. I don't want to see Family Ties, like yeah. a Family Ties type song on his new album. I feel like that was definitely a Baby Keem thing that yeah. Kendrick just hopped on, you yeah. know, to help him out. And maybe Kendrick trying some new stuff. I don't think that's what his new project yeah, is. I hope I that. Baby Keem can drop a verse on a more mellow track. He can. He can. Kendrick can just sit him down and be like, hey, Lucas. I would say one of the, <laughs> the most like crazy beats I've heard this past year was the Lost Souls beat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Lost Souls beat, ridiculous. And, he, I mean, he did what he did on that song. He's capable. Yeah, I mean, Brent kind of... I'm not saying that, that that song's that great. I mean, it's not my favorite song of all time, by any means, but it was his vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah, Baby Keem's got some little, like, 16. Yeah, oh, yeah, 16. Yeah. Favorites. Wildton, I remember when I was first listening to his album, Wildton was like, put on 16 right now. I did. I, it was from Cap. I was like, stop what you're doing right now and put on 16. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so, out of Kendrick, for his album to be a 10, I want him to just keep doing what he's doing. Um, he don't really need to. He's done the mainstream. He's done the underground rap. Make make. I, I trust Kendrick to make yeah. what he thinks is right, and I believe yeah. that. I was just about to say, I kind of have the same feeling as I had towards Frank Ocean. Like, mm-hmm. For him to hop in the studio and his, the I'm so amazed by the way like artists just like both of them like how their minds work how mm-hmm. they hop in the studio and they can just create this like all in their head they can hear it yeah. and then get in the booth and perform it and get it down and give us something special is the only word to describe it. So that's what I'm expecting. I know Kendrick won't let us down. I, if there's there have been many artists that I've put so much hope and trust in yeah but if there's one man who i know won't let me down kendrick lamar is one of them definitely absolutely i need ken to edit in a picture of chance the rapper right when anderson said that because <laughs> yeah. that's facts chance you didn't <laughs> let me down chance you hurt my feelings i haven't i'm not gonna lie chance the rapper i haven't listened to you <laughs> oh much God. much at all i used to love you like love you man you're still hanging up in my room i appreciate you but Pick it up. That's another honorable mention. Pick it up. Redeem yourself. Redeem yourself, man. Did not have yeah that the big day. That's probably one of hot the most damn hot water hot shower. That's yeah. probably Anderson loves that song. Don't even let it get to it. Yeah. Green cauliflower. That's probably one of tangerine. The yeah, I call her sweet and sour. And my Lord Savior, I'm gonna call oh, her an hour. It speaks. It speaks. <laughs> it speaks for itself. <laughs> it speaks for itself. <laughs> Like you're telling me nobody was in the studio with him. It's like, nigga, what Dude, the fuck what are you this? doing? <laughs> like, no, the baby in Tokyo said, let me get on it. Like, bro. Ooh. So that that says all you need all you need to know. Made in Tokyo said, let me hop on this. You're right. This fine. <laughs> I like that. Made in Tokyo said new songs. Uber and Rub going up. Oh, man. That's not him. That's not him. <laughs> That's not him. That's McCoden. That's I love McCoden. <laughs> Where has he been? Oh, Who knows? Made Tuesday and dipped. Um, but yeah, that's Kendrick. Um, like we said, we expect greatness out of him, and I think that he will 100% deliver. Yeah. So yeah, the next artist we have is something I'm sure we're all really waiting for. Something mm-hmm. that really, someone who really defined who we are as men today. And that's Kyle. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's 21 Savage. Um, <laughs> 21, 21, 21. <laughs> <Is it> who? <laughs> yeah. 
It is 21 Savage. The last thing we got from 21 Savage was Savage Mode 2, correct? Savage Mode 2, full of hits. In 2019? No, that was 2021. Savage Mode? Savage Mode was 2020. It was 2020. It wasn't that long ago. All right, yeah, Savage Mode 2. And Savage Mode 2 was full of hits. Check the date on that, Ken. No, it was Savage Mode 2 was 2020. Let me check the let me check the date date. No, I remember because we were riding. <laughs> what song were we li- running? Oh, we were running. <laughs> that song was so hard. Are things uh, are things better or worse? The second time around. October yeah, October second, twenty twenty was late twenty twenty. So not that long ago, but still, yeah. we need some new twenty one. Twenty one is one of the artists that I've done a complete one eighty on because when he first came out, I thought he was horrible. Like, I just, he sounded so bored. He sounded so bored when he was rapping, but I think he's gotten a lot better. And he's, he's, he's a good rapper. I think he's learned, I think he's learned how to be a performance. Cause I think he sounded like bored and uninterested cause he was trying to give off like, oh, it was easy. Cold. Like, Like he's young, savage. Why are you trapping so hard? Well, still, bro. Savage mode is full hits. Um, what is it? I am greater than I was. That's where I did the turn. That's where I did the turn. That's where I did the turn. He, 21 Savage was in his bag right there. He was in the And he's he's telling you, Jackson, I am greater than I was. And I agreed. He's better (laughs) than he was. He said it himself. Um, but yeah, the growth from Red Ops to Savage (laughs) Mode is ridiculous. He won a Grammy. For that. Yeah, he did win a Grammy. That's crazy. If you would have told me crazy. when I heard Red Ops for the first time that he would make he like a, a culturally important song yeah. with a lot and some of the other songs on that uh, I Am album, I would not have believed you. But he's here and he's doing it. Red Ops is a basket. That is a basketball locker room classic right there, uh, pregame. But I, I, I just I, I would like to see Twenty One drop some new music. Um, features. Who y'all want to see with Twenty One? Gotta, gotta have a Drake feature. Have to yeah. have Thug on there. Yeah. Gotta I have feel Thug. Like the past few times that I've heard them collab, or the, I guess it was uh, the last time I heard them collab on, that was Savage Mode 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, that song was, it was great. I enjoyed it. I haven't heard a 21 feature feature in a while. I want to hear 21 like he did with J. Cole, some more lyrical rappers. Because he can hang with them. Dude, one of my favorite 21 Savage songs is Ball Without You. Yeah. That song, like, 21 Savage went his bag in that song. Like, if he can do some more, just like, and that beat 21, I understand, man. Like, you gangbang. We get it. You, you've you killed niggas. It's a knife. I understand. But there's more to you. You you can make some actual He's a complex individual. fulfilling music for us. I just don't want to hear about you shooting people. But I wouldn't mind hearing about that either. A little bit. <laughs> Because he was also in his bag a with Knife Talk. Knife Talk was so hard. Yeah. So we, yeah, and that's why we need to have that Drake feature. But on your Project Pat again on Twenty One. Ooh, Pat's off. But yeah, maybe like more of those like old school kind of like rappers. Because I feel like Twenty One's dipped into that a little bit. Um, he's talked about how like his R and B influence too. Um, so like. More, just like more him trying new shit is is what I want to see out of Twenty One. And also, I just thought about this: Would y'all say Twenty One kind of was one of the first to hop on that trend of having someone narrate your album? No. In the mainstream. In the mainstream. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like 
that that was cool, and it, it definitely like. I don't know if it was the first one or like one. It of probably the wasn't the first one, but like he wasn't one of the first ones. But he he yeah. got the hype up. For he got it like, back. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He like showed other artists like this is something that you can do and it can be hard. It and was and it was Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Morgan Freeman. That was awesome. I want to see. Uh, That's that man. And whatever that girl was, this world revolves around pussy and money. Whatever that girl was, yeah. shout out to her too. Don't get mad when you see me fucking on one of your homeboys. Give me my money. Yeah, shout out to that girl. I want to hear, you're talking about older rappers that he would fit with. I want to hear 21 and Jay-Z just sound like old men. Just like talking about financial advice. Because Jay-Z loves doing that. And 21 is like a... He's like a warrior for financial freedom. Like he's always talking about credit cards. I'm not kidding. This is true. He's yeah, teaching kids about like how to manage their finances. I want to hear 21 and Jay Z talking about like buying art and selling it. <laughs> NFTs. Dude, I feel like 21 Savage and Ti would get in. Oh, dude. Because you remember, you remember last year when him and Young Thug dropped that? Uh, ring, ring. Oh, ring. So, you know dude, means. I can see, I can see Twenty One and Ti getting in the studio. No, that needs to happen. Just just so listen, loud. We listened to that song way too so much, yeah. so much. The Atlanta, Collect- the Atlanta Connection. Uh, Man, no, I'm excited for Twenty One now. I'm excited. Now that we're talking about Twenty One, there's no way y'all can't say Atlanta is not the mecca for modern rap. Oh, definitely, bro. Like, but, it's not right. even close for modern Speaking rap. of features, I don't know why. This is probably because they dropped within days of each other the last time that they dropped. Well, not the last time he dropped for Percocet, if we're considering his Christmas album. But if 21 goes, uh, like, he has a few tracks on there that are more, like, they've got, like, an R&B type like, like beat to it. Bryson, Bryson Tiller. Bryson. Okay. I like Bryson Tiller. I, that okay. would be hard. Don't. Hey, don't. And then 21. 21. Don't. <laughs> don't push me up again. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> That's heavy. That's funny. Um, but yeah, definitely want to see 21 drop. Um, any other thoughts on... I think we had... Those are, those are some... That's like a great year of music if we I, get that. Man, that's a dream year of music right there. Um, Amazing. I think we definitely... We definitely like those artists. Um, <laughs> we definitely have some high hopes, but these are artists that I'm confident can execute. Oh yeah, I feel like we every, every all the artists we talked about, those four, I I feel like they can execute. And I think that's what they're doing. That's what they're planning to do. Yeah, hopefully mm. they're planning. To do. Honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest. Frank Ocean could just literally release Dog, eight you? tracks of him snoring yeah, on a beat, and I would listen to it every day. Me too. Every day. For sure. That would be angelic. Oh, yeah. As long as the beats are. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, that is um, artists that we'd like to see drop music in 2022. Um, Stay tuned for our next segment. Stay tuned for our next segment. Our euphoria character analysis. I'm drowning in euphoria. Love y'all. See y'all shortly. <laughs> okay. So here at the Terrace, we are a pro-Zendaya household. In the internet, we've been seeing a lot of uh, talk 
about Euphoria. I personally had not seen the first season. I'd heard great things about it. I had no, I knew a little bit about it. You know, it was a little edgy, a little. It was an HBO show. <laughs> what that mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we all know what that means. But there, there's a Titties. certain package that comes with the HBO. The Game of Thrones, the Game of Thrones treatment. genre the treatment. Um, the HBO treatment. But yeah, this show is, it's 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 really I can't put words to it, and that's the main way to describe it. Let me let me say so. Just a quick disclaimer: um, I do not live at the terrace. Um, I'm a frequent visitor to the terrace, and the other night I came over, and uh, <laughs> this show was on, so I sat down to watch. Yeah. I was intrigued about the storyline. I was, you know, impressed. Not the best acting I've ever seen, but I was impressed, you know, with the quality of the production. It looks good. Um, very good. What is actually on screen, um, I was a little bit shocked to uh, witness with my own eyes. Uh, I think I just walked into a bad time, um, but the bad time continued over the entire episode and into the next episode. So I'm not saying that I don't like this show, but I'm saying that it's taken me a couple days to uh, recover from the sights that I saw in my 45 minutes of watching Euphoria. Just putting it out there. He's yeah. referring to uh, the episode where it touches on Nate's backstory. It's episode Taylor. two. And um, it's just a very unrealistic description of what high school rock locker rooms were like. I can safely say I've never been in a locker room. Um, it was a lot of penises. That's, that's basically what we're trying to say. The, it was pieces for Frank pieces, were a little yeah. out of control. Yeah, literally. So we watched the um, was that season two episode two premiere last night. Um, Jackson came in a little late, and literally first thing he said when he <laughs> walked in was, "How many dicks have been shown?" And we were like 10, 15 minutes into the episode, and one had and just been shown. As just like literally shown. right when I just I in. just missed it. You know, I was in the nick of time. I missed it. Um, but um. I actually started this show back in quarantine. I didn't finish the entire first season. I got through maybe like three or four episodes, but I have a horrible attention span, so I quickly got fascinated with a different show. But now I'm back because I'll always come crawling back to Zendaya. And Drake was an executive producer. That's another thing that really called me in to watch this show. Uh, but the show itself, they're great. It's a great plot. I will say that. It's a very interesting story. So the acting might be a little lacking, great production, but the writing in this show, like the writing in the show is so wild at times. It's beautiful at times. It's just, that's one thing they get right, the writing. And another thing they got right was casting Zendaya as the star. Those are the two. Ew-wee. She's a great actress. She's a, she's a great actri- actress, all of the above. She brings a lot to the table. So speaking of Zendaya, let's get into some of the other characters. Who were, who were some of y'all's favorite characters from the show? Uh, and based on the very little you saw, Jack. I saw a lot of Nate's dad, and I wasn't very, uh, <laughs> wasn't very pleased much. with what I saw. I, I have to question his morals. <laughs> um, that was the one that stuck out to me. Cal. Yeah. Cal. Uh, yeah, Cal might not be the best. Yeah, though. Nate's dad is role model, a horrible person. We'll probably get back into him later once we go over our least favorite characters. But, um, Eric, who are, who are some of your favorite characters from the show? My favorite character has to be my man, Tesco, mm-hmm. and Ashtray, that combo right there, the drug dealing operation they it's got fine. going on. It's smooth. And the thing I really love about <laughs> Ashtray... You admire the... 
the efficiency. The, the, the teamwork, the, the synergy. Yeah. It's the, family. And, yeah, it's, it's a family. And the crazy thing is, they're yeah. not even actually brothers. Like, Astra is just another kid. Vesco's grandma just, like, found. And then grandma. A lot of people were saying that Astra might be, like, uh, Nate's long-lost brother. That's horrible. That's that is horrible. I hate that. That is wild. Um, Actually, I do love Fesco though. Fesco, the thing I really like about Fesco is that he's just he's a real one, man. He's going he's a real one, and like not just being a real one, like he is a very good like caring guy. So basically, just the story is Zendaya character is Rue. She is a drug addict. Yeah, and Fesco was her was her plug. And so she like was picking up from Fesco, and basically Fesco like started to view her as like a sister. So some of his plot line is just like him talking to her, trying to get her to stop doing drugs, which is kind of ironic, because he is the plug. But yeah. still, uh, like he's got he a soft side to him. He does have a soft side to him. He's a drug dealer with morals. You know, he's got a big heart. He does. And, uh, he's a ginger big heart and a lot of drugs. <laughs> Speaking <lot>. of Fesco, <laughs> that video we saw the other day, it was like recasting uh, Euphoria characters, but completely wrong. <laughs> they said Ed Sheeran should be Fesco. <laughs> Make that happen. Dude, they said uh, Jeffree Star should be uh, Jules. <laughs> hey man, don't talk about Jules. We'll get into Jules later. Kennedy, who was your favorite character um, from this? <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so I'm not gonna say this is my favorite character. I'm gonna say this is I think I think Nate is probably the best developed character. Um, because so I think the mark of a great villain in any story is someone that you can like you actually like feel like you can hate, like watching a screen. Like and there's there's been so many actors like throughout like famous action movies or whatever, um, where these actors actually like get hate outside of the movie mm-hmm. because of how good they were as a villain. And I think Nate does. Nate's a complete psychopath. Literally, he is absolutely Literally. he is absolutely nuts. But I think, you know, he's probably one of the better written characters in the story because of that. Um, I feel like he's one of the he's that de- he's definitely like one of the main characters. I feel like him and Rue. Definitely, the, the the story revolves around the both of them the most. Um, but he is, but I mean, Nate is Nate is the freaking stereotype of the high school jock quarterback, star of the football team, drug addict. Like him, like he's that's that's prick. just overall prick. Like that scene of him, that scene of him, like driving drunk, it's like drinking the beer. That's like, so wild. I have a I have yeah. a few scenes with Nate that I want to talk about later too. But yeah, I think. Like, you know, he feels like he lives by no rules. His father, and like all the influence from his father plus his backstory, um, I think he's really well developed. He shows a little vulnerability throughout the story. And obviously he's going to fuck up because I feel like that's just a part of, got to be a part of his storyline. Like, psychopaths fuck up all the time. Um, I actually kind of think Nate's going to get it straight. I think he's going to... Figure it out. I do not think he's gonna get straight. <laughs> <laughs> some things you can't fix. I think he is going. It was. It was. I do think him and Maddie needed to break up. Mm-hmm. And he even says it himself. Like, he's, that's the thing. He man. said she Maddie just broke up. Yeah. He's got to be one of the most like 
He's perfectly played toxic. But he is a dog. Yeah. Nate Nate's a dog. He was still out of Yeah, he listens to way too much Brent. So that's your favorite character. I feel like not favorite character. Kennedy relates Don't get it the disregarded. I do not relate the most to Nate. Um, best, I would say, probably one of the better developed characters. Um, is Who's your favorite character? Nate. Favorite character? Um, <laughs> I really want to like McKay. I do but too. Like, I want. I want to like McKay. I wish. I wish they flushed the story out enough. Is that the guy that's? Like he was, he was sitting at the bowling alley in the back. Is that him? No, McKay's only black dude. McKay's only black dude. I don't even think I've seen him. Happy MLK Day, McKay. Happy MLK Day. I don't even think I've seen him. Maybe um, I've seen he him was, more. yeah, he was casting. You probably didn't see him. So you meet McKay like in the first two or three episodes, and then he actually goes to college, and he just comes, he just comes back every now and then, which he needs to stop coming back because yeah. there's clearly nothing good for him in this town. He needs to study. But McKay, I do really want to like McKay also. Um, my favorite character. Mm-hmm. I've thought about this a lot. I, of course, I love Rue Zendaya. Mm-hmm. I actually did the little filter thing, and that was the character I got. Which I kind of, I kind of see it. I'm not saying I'm a drug addict or anything, but just the way she views life, approaches the world. I, I kind of see it. Uh, love Fesco. I like, I like Lexi. I Lexi's think Lexi's. Cool. I think Lexi's like she's just. She's definitely the most stable person mm-hmm. in the show. And she's just laid back, man. And now, hey, Lexi and Fesco. I think Fesco's gonna be together. I think Fesco's gonna actually go after the heroin addict. I think he likes her. No. I think he likes mm. her. No. I think he likes her actually. She likes him. I don't think that's even true. No, she, she likes him. No, did it. you see when, when he, he asked her if for she wanted some sandwich? sandwich she, you like you would have thought she would have. He asked her to marry her, her. hand in marriage. Yeah. Yes, like she was excited for that. And sandwich. All he asked is if she wanted to buy this, you know, BLT. Yeah, I think him being like, nice. I think that's Fezco's character. I don't know if I don't know if the heroin ad. I feel like that would go against. All of his, I guess, morals, if you want to call it. He's a drug dealer. <laughs> I don't even think he sells heroin. I, like I think heroin is like a, a step, of, like a grade too high for like the type of drugs that he associates with yeah. as a dealer. <laughs> so like, I feel like he's more uh, pills kind of okay. guy. <laughs> okay, but yes, my as I just sat there and thought about it, I couldn't keep it out of my head. My favorite character is Jules. I love Jules. She, or he, is... Bang. It's she. <laughs> she. And she... <laughs> That's got to be cut. I, that will not be in the final. That will not be in the final. We're sticking with she. No I was about to, well, I was about to say I like that she's transgender. Should I not say that? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> You're going to say I like I like that she's transgender. No, like, not like that about her, but like I like that she's transgender for her character. Okay, you can say that. You can say that. You can say that. You can say that, but don't just say that. <laughs> Only that. Be very careful. You better tread lightly. <laughs> we got too much riding on this. <laughs> Go down with Jules. Okay, okay. But yes, Jules is It's just, it might be the inner rue in me. That leads me to uh, like Jules more than the other characters. But it's just like, and she's honestly been through a lot. I honestly yeah. didn't start really liking Jules until after I watched her like special episode that came out after season one. Season one, she was cool though. Like, season one, she was cool. And, but there were times she did kind of piss me off. But that's every yeah. character in the show. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's every character in the show. They're all just dummies. But Jules, like, 
she has a pure heart. I will say that. And like she does have good intentions with everything she does. And she, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes, you know, she looks kind of bad. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Sometimes she looks kind of bad when I'm just watching the show. I'm sorry. But then I have to remind myself, she has a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a stock, please. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Thank you, Grid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackson, do you have a, what, what would you say your favorite character For my is? short time of viewing, um, man, they were just all so unlikable from what I've um, Probably Rue. I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel like she's the coolest. I mean, she's just a cool person. But I haven't watched enough to say definitive, definitively who my favorite would be. Um, the kid at the bowling alley I thought was cool. I don't know anything about him. He was just kind of. He was just kind of booming. He was just kind of chilling in the back. That's my cat's boyfriend. I like cat's boyfriend. I can relate to he, that. he is another one who is one of the only ones who actually is stable. He seemed normal, so I'm going to go with him. I want to see I a little like, more story. I like cat, too. I want to see Dominic Fike's character. I want to see Dominic Fike's oh, character. I did like him. I like him. He's cool. He has the Apple logo tattooed right below his eye. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. I kind of want to do it now, but probably not. Yeah. Um, Another character I kind of really liked was Maddie. And I know she's kind of a bitch sometimes, but... She's bad. And I, I like that she was a bitch sometimes. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I liked it. I will say, you, you would say Maddie's bad. I am more of a Cassie fan. I so, I will bad. say, I think Cassie is more bad, but I hate Cassie as a character. Yeah. Look, and there's a lot of people out there who love Cassie and like defend Cassie and say no. she's misunderstood. I, I don't care. Let's be real. She gets herself into a lot of sticky situations. Yeah. Dude, I did that. Dude, Cassie. Cassie, like she, she just. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Shut up, bro. Off the dome. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's, that's a great you need to be put on timeout for like but, five minutes. <laughs> a character I'm interested in is Nate's mom. Like, I wonder what she's up to. Like, her husband is out here meeting little kids in motels, having yeah. sex with them. Yeah, fucking. And her son. And it. Her son. Dude, her Color son, coded. like. Her son beats women. He there's a scene where he, he masturbates too. Yeah, there's, there's a no scene where he's having sex with his girlfriend and leaves her and goes in the bathroom and starts masturbating to himself in the mirror. There's a scene where him and his dad are literally like wrestling in the house and he just starts banging his head into the floor. Into everything. So I wonder where his mother is while all of this is going yeah. on. Like, can she not tell something's up? Step up. Like her family, like, like mom and Nate. Where are you? Yeah. Come on, like, and maybe hey, we'll get, learn more about her. Get Cal in check. Cal's a yeah, yeah. He, he's a he needs to be super villain. Cal is a villain. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that Joker complex. That's what I'm he's saying. He's chill. Bro. I don't like him. And I, dude, what's nuts though is I remember that one episode of season one where he he's talking to one of his like dates. I don't know if he's like on Grinder or something. Like, it's an app like that. One of those apps, you know. But he's talking to that one dude he met up with, and he's like, I've been trying to keep. This world and my other world separate. Your world is a father. What worlds are you referring to? Yeah. Like uh, I, I don't know, man. He's I just despicable. 
Another five character. Hey, that's that's like ten yards for max horniness. He he needs to really dial it back. He needs to tighten the fuck up. Yeah, that dude. He needs to tighten the fuck up. We're talking about some characters being horny. He's the most out of pocket horny. Okay, so I guess I, I guess this is down the same direction. I would say I know you said you like Cat. Cat's probably my least favorite character. So Cat um, is I enjoy the story of season one. No. I I did really like Cat. Which one's Cat? Cat is the bigger girl who starts oh, the Dominatrix. I remember. I remember. Yeah, the I Dominatrix. So basically, Cat she comes into the season. She's a virgin, loses her virginity one night. It gets recorded. It gets put on the internet, and then she sees that there is a. Follow there, yeah. There's a demand a for more of what she put out, so she just followed basic economics, <laughs> supply and demand, and she started putting out a supply for it. Yeah. So basically, the people who were in demand were some weirdos, and they just wanted to be dominated. And some sometimes it made me uncomfortable, but she was in her bag, and I respect that. Game respect game. Hey, I do think in season two that the black screen. <laughs> Like the remember that one dude that she had the car. Oh yeah, it was just the black screen. I thought that was gonna lead to something I else. Th- well, I think he might come back after the season two. Okay. He might. Who knows? I something has to happen because she's too happy in her relationship. I know that's I not. Know. I know that's she's not how the show works. Right yeah. I know that's not how the show works. Yeah. I guess the thing about Cat is her story feels like filler to me. Like I feel like no, like it has it, it doesn't it doesn't like <laughs> nothing about cat like contributes to the overarching theme of the story. Like we talked about like we we've talked about this before how um why does it always happen like all these all these high schoolers doing drugs just always end up at the same party doing yeah. dumb shit and cat just always just ends up being there with her boyfriend. But like she doesn't so like Lexi is an example of someone who kind of contributes to that? Like she's kind of a supporting character to Rue. Like if she's going through some shit, like they'll have and a conversation Cassie. every now and then. Cassie and but Lexi like, gave Rue a cup of pee when she needed it. That's yeah, true. that's a real friend. She's a real one. But I mean, like Cat, she's just. I mean, she's just like another friend. Like I feel like she's just kind of like an offshoot. Like like she, I feel like Cat would be. She's like a separate part of the show from everyone else. Um. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I hate her character. Like I guess I'm not gonna say I hate her character. Um, I think the story that they developed with her is kind of interesting. Um, but I don't think like if Cat wasn't in the show, I mean, there's a couple. I mean, there's a couple like kind of mot- motivational scenes that she's mm-hmm. a part of. Um, I thought the like the whole like influencer deal with like them all shouting at her in the mirror. But I was like, eh, I guess that was kind of cool. But like. If if she wasn't in the show, I don't think we'd be missing much. Oh, no. I, I will also say, to bounce off that scene in particular, mm-hmm. I didn't catch that they were like social influencers at first. I thought she was just crazy. It just said that in the subtitles. I thought she was just crazy too. I do. She might have a history. She might be a little schizophrenic. Yeah. There, whenever she comes on screen, it's always just something super wild. And like you can say the same thing with Zendaya, but but it's, hers is different. She's diagnosed crazy. Like they know she's crazy. We don't know much about Cat. I want to learn something. What's going on in her head? Yeah. Another another thing I was gonna say. I do. I was gonna say I like Gia. I like Rue's little sister. I okay. like. 
kind of the figure she is for you. I'm surprised you didn't say it, but Ali. Oh, I forgot. Oh, Ali. I do like Ali. Ali. I see him, he's and he's a, a G. He's like a G. Him. Ali is a G. He That's is, um, so basically... So should I just should keep going over the plot? Like we're spoiling stuff. Nah, like, okay. it's an really yeah. Just, uh, we should, out, we should move on. Rue went to she went to Narcotics Anonymous and he's one of her sponsors. Yeah. What was our next part of this we were in discussion? Favorite scenes. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Um, I brought it up earlier. I don't know why, but I kind of think it's actually wait. I'll, I'll introduce the like. So guys, what do you? What were y'all's favorite scenes from the show? Um, I wouldn't say this is one of my favorite scenes, but it kind of gives us a little insight deeper into Nate. I talked about it earlier, but when he is, it, I think it was after like a playoff game for like state championship and his dad came and started talking to him and he just bucks up on his dad. So him and his dad are wrestling, his dad pins him down and then Nate literally just starts bashing his head into their floor and, and you, screaming and screaming and you kind of get like. It's definitely like an unsettling scene, but you get a little insight into there's some, it confirms there's something wrong with him. Yeah. There's problems. I'll tell you my favorite scene. Uh, it's kind of the same thing, same two characters. Um, so, you know, what Nate's dad's hobbies need to be addressed uh, in the show. And, you know, I was pretty disgusted that they haven't been dealt with up until this point when I walked in the other day and saw this. So, uh, his dad confronts Nate because he just got out of the hospital. I don't really know what happened there. He got beat up by Fesco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm about to say. That's what <laughs> Anyway, all right. But after that happens, uh, his dad is like, Nate, like, you want to tell me why a drug dealer beat you up? Mm-hmm. And Nate, it's so satisfying. He's like, oh, I'll tell you, Dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you yeah. don't want Mom to hear this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Takes his dad into the, like, side room, shuts the door, and just... Oh, it's his bedroom. bedroom. I think no, it was, it was his dad's office. He was like, you want to step into the office? It was his dad's And that office. was just such a cool dynamic. That's disrespectful, yeah. too. Because that's, yeah. that's where it all started. You don't ask your dad if you, you want to step into the office. <laughs> you just don't do that. But he did, and it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, glad he got exposed. And, but I want to go into that scene more, because that was, like, even though it's not even the reason Nate got beat up, but it was still hard. Like, his dad calls him in. He was like, Nate's like, you want to know why I got beat up by that drug dealer? Mm-hmm. You remember that girl I go to school with? That you fucked? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well... She told Rue about it, and they told the drug dealer about it. So maybe I was just sticking up for you. I thought that was hard. And his dad was like, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I would just like to apologize. And he said, <laughs> Where, where's the tape? All of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, was, he was in so much hell after that. Like, How are you just going to get up and just like go to bed after that? Like, well, well, How do you proceed started, with your life? Like, yeah. He started asking for the tape after Nate said, uh, he was like, because the dad was like, I didn't know that you went to your school. I didn't even know how old she was. He was like, well, she didn't know that you were recording her. Oh. Yeah. That was, dude, that yeah. scene was awesome. I love that scene. I did really like that scene. I love that scene. Eric P., favorite scene? My favorite scene, I feel like I'm going to steal it from Ken. Yeah. Don't just collaborate, man. It's got to be one of the most. There's, so there's a lot of scenes that stand out in season one from what little we've got in season two. Mm-hmm. But the most satisfying by far to me is watching Fesco beat the shit out of Nate. Off that, principle. Yes, off, off principle. principle. It, it, it off gives principle. us more insight into Fesco because you knew this man, Nate, is an op. He called the police. <laughs> to the backs. <laughs> he, yeah, he snitched on Fesco's operation and there had to be some punishment for it. And Fesco 
He he told him he was like, "Hey, no hard feelings," and then beat the fuck out of him. Happy New Year! <laughs> Cheers! Yeah. Happy New Year! And then smashed a bottle of liquor over his head and then, and hit him then with and started pounding his face in. Sent him to the hospital. I think they said they beat, beat him half to death. I think that was the diagnosis. It, look, it looks <laughs> like it. It looked like it. Real talk. Yeah. Oh, that's a crazy scene, though. Like, seeing Nate in the hospital is just, like, smiling. Yeah. That's After crazy. that whole montage. Uh, montage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, so, my favorite scene, I'll hop off of what Eric said. But this is where um, I think the writing of the show comes into. I think the director just did a really, really good job of you know, hearkening back to season one. And like, if you watch kind of the, the end credits, um, how he wanted the show to be different from season one to season two. So the opening scene of season two, episode one, where Fez's grandmother walks in and shoots his dad in the thigh. Um, twice. Twice. God, it was both kneecaps. Both kneecaps. <laughs> she shot him in both um, kneecaps. And then came back to the whip and said, I talked to your dad. <laughs> you're saying you're going to stay with grandma. That's awesome. The parallels. So, like, you see um, Fez's grandmother, like, walk through the strip club to go to where oh, Fez's, Fez's when, dad is. Fez and then Fez is walking Nate. through the party to go beat Nate. Like, yeah, like, I thought that was real, real smooth. Hard. It's just I the small things like that. And, like... Another thing from the episode last night is the director and writer, him taking, like, other scenes, scenes from other, like, great shows mm-hmm. and other directors he respects. So, like, we were talking about Kat earlier and how she's probably crazy. One scene that was, it was the episode. the scene that we were talking about. Yeah. When Not all the influencers. This the was Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, the Game of Thrones one. And so, basically, like, her boyfriend was at her crib. He went in the bathroom. And just he walks back in the room, and there's just blood shooting out of his heart. Yeah. And then it was a dude who looked a lot like Jason Momoa. We, said, we thought it was. Yeah. But then after another analysis, I saw it was a white dude. Mm. But they did say, like, they were giving credit to that scene when he walked up on Khaleesi, Khaleesi. for the first time. And just, like, the fear. I don't know what that was supposed to represent. Like, the huge dude who just killed her. Maybe it was, it's like... It's like her fantasy. Because she's getting... The whole point is she's, like, getting bored with her relationship. Yeah. Yeah. All the... Like, like you remember... That's a freak. Yeah, that scene with all the, like, warriors that were fighting yeah. for her, like, online uh-huh. personality. <laughs> Completely foolish. Um, but, that's yeah. that's not what her fans look like. That is not what her... I don't, Why not? That I, we saw what her fan... What, what one of her fans looked like. There were, like, four of them that we saw. Oh, yeah, I'm Oh, another great scene is when Ashtray killed Mouse. I love that. Because he was sticking up for his big bro. Ashtray was in a different room. So Mouse is like big boy drug dealer. Like, who's above Fez's club? Fez's club. Yeah, Fez's club. So they're talking about something, and Ashtray sees the dude has a gun. So he took a hammer, stormed into the room, hit Mouse on top of the head, killed him off one hit. Went and destroyed his, like, henchman's nose. Oh, yeah, that dude. And then, I don't know what happened directly after that, but... Fesco, I mean, they were still boys with, like, the accountant. Like, yeah. The yeah. accountant or whatever, whoever that other dude was. But Mouse was dead. He's so still in the books. Ashtray has called a body at the ripe age of probably 12, about 12 or 13. 13. He also already had the face tax. Yeah, so he's yeah, he's it looked like he had the open teardrop. Yeah, now yeah. he can close him up. Congrats, Ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> he's been through a lot. Congrats. Um, but yeah, Euphoria is... Man, what an interesting show. Um, 
Maybe there are a lot of. Glad we started watching it. Um, it's kind of become the theme show of the terrace. We always kind of have a theme show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I definitely look forward to Sundays now. Definitely look forward to Sundays. Um, you guys check out Euphoria on HBO Max. Um, Zendaya, Zendaya, whatever. She's a delight to watch <laughs> on screen. Um, so. And Hunter, whatever her name is. Schaefer. Schaefer. Yeah. Um, hey, hey. Dominic Dom Fike. Is feeling it apparently. Yeah, yeah. they oh, yeah. are a delight to watch those green as well. Um, <laughs> Jeez, I'm like, nope. She is a delight to watch on screen as well. Um, but yeah, that is that is it for our kind of euphoria breakdown. Check out the episode. Um, they drop every Sunday. Um, Nine p.m. Nine p.m. Thank you guys for walk, rocking with us. Um, that is the end this episode hope you guys enjoyed like and subscribe if you're new um any last words for 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 the fellas happy mlk day to all those who celebrate um in solidarity everybody have a great week (laughs) (laughs) why did you put your hand up i I didn't get the hand up memo yeah i I would put my hand up i mean it again (laughs) get that one for the gram for the gram (laughs) <laughs> MLK Day Late MLK Day post Me and Jay Wild yeah. We stand together <laughs> We stand with our brothers Beautiful beautiful. Our yeah. balcony brothers Balcony brothers uh, All our balcony brothers and sisters Have a great week um, Thank you for following us Thank you for keeping up with us uh, Tell your friends about us uh, Spread the word Go tell your friends about it dun, 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 dun. Yeah about it. All the niggas been thinking my pockets is fucking bitches living life so true. Love you guys. Have a great week. This is peace. Yeah.